episode 30. We are grateful to bring you another episode of our wonderful little show featuring Michael Gobier and Leanne Hollow. We talk about everything in the spectrum of life, including our thoughts on our book club as we continue to read Eckhart Tolle's A New Earth and break down oneness and awareness. Join us each week as we continue to look at our own relationship and discuss how we can improve our lives one step at a time. It sounds simple, but we're hoping that it's intriguing enough that you find it entertaining. Email the show, firstdaypod at protonmail.com. Now here are your hosts, Leanne Hello and Michael Gobi. Yes, with me, Leanne, and Yoshi. Right, Yoshi? Yeah. <laughs> Yoshi's first podcast. Yay. Aw. Say hi. Oh, my gosh. Oh, she is so cute. I can't stand it. Don't tell Gracie. <laughs> Yoshi, come on. It's professional out. time. She's trying to lick my mouth because it smells like food or something. Or she's gross. <laughs> Dogs are gross, right? No. They're not. They are. Aren't they? No. Hey, do you think it's true that they they say that the a dog's mouth is cleaner than ours? Oh my god. What? I believe everything I hear. I know you. Do. Very gullible. That's why I love you. But I think that's a wives' tale. Lord of a Lord of horse patui. Huh. No, I don't know. It is. Okay. Alright, so, uh, welcome in. This is the first day pod. It's me, Leanne, and Yoshi. And mm-hmm. we're t- talking about stuff like we always do. Yoshi, relax. You be my friend, Yoshi. Yoshi, say hi. Yoshi, say hi. Hey, Yoshi. Uh, okay, so is that what the whole podcast is going to be? It's just going to be. <laughs> so now it's our uh, our thirtieth episode, Leanne. How about Holy that? mackerel! Can you believe it? That is so awesome. We made it. We did. We really I... did, and oh I'm so gosh. glad to be here for our thirtieth edition of the show. Oh. <laughs> um, I just got back from a walk, and I wanted to say right off the top, I want to personally thank a listener who apparently listened to this show and felt inspired enough to buy me a pair of shoes. <laughs> Rhonda, I can't tell you how grateful I am right now. So Thank you amazing. so much. I, I just went for the first walk in them. They showed up last night, and I just took them out for a trial run. They're Brooks. They're really nice. They're super comfy, <laughs> super comfy. And uh, I couldn't be more thrilled and grateful and it just me came out of nowhere. Too. She listened to the podcast, she said, and she heard me talking about how much my feet hurt. Although I did do 15 miles a week ago on the last show. Mm-hmm. But those shoes were not up to snuff. And these shoes are vastly superior. And I'm just, I just want to thank her. Thank you so much. I, I'm humbled by uh, such generosity that comes, you know, out of left field. I mean, sometimes really cool things happen in life. Really wonderful gestures by people who you don't even think are thinking about you, but... 
sometimes they are and they and they carry out their appreciation for your friendship in many different ways. So thank you very much. Thank I'm, you, Rhonda. Thank you so, so much. It's so nice. I, yeah, I, I'm blown away. So thank you very much for that. That was very, very, That's that amazing. Made, me, made me feel very special. And uh, I appreciate our friendship very much now more than ever. So uh, this is the first day pod, though. And we talk about friendship and walking and shoes and dogs and <laughs> relationships. And uh, I don't know, Leanne, what's uh, on your mind today? Episode 30. How are you feeling? Tell us something about yourself. Um, I'm feeling good. And you know, it's funny what I'm just thinking about now. The last couple episodes, I've been coming in from my walks. So I've been like, yeah, yeah. And totally like jazzed up. I didn't walk today and I can feel my energy is so much lower than yours. You just came in from the walk and you're, you're now taking over that energy. And I find that fascinating. I think that's just you in your head, silly. No, it's not me in my head. I'm, I'm, looking at you and i can feel your energy like i can see it and i don't have <laughs> i haven't i haven't done a walk i haven't done anything since oh well i haven't done anything since sunday which is only two days ago <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. oh it's okay. funny tell them why honey because i'm lazy and i've decided to Pack yep. it in. Seven weeks of training, one week out, and I was like, "Man, I'm not doing it anymore." <laughs> you are a failure. You've always been a failure. And no, it's really you're a funny. constant disappointment to me. I know it's a real shame, but that's all right. That's okay. So, uh, no, what happened? Um, I re-injured myself. So, I uh, two weeks or three weeks before the the um, marathon last year, the half marathon, I sprained my ankle pretty decent. Um, and then I did the marathon anyway, the half. And then I was in therapy. How long was I in therapy for? Like a good oh boy, uh, five or while. six months, like maybe five months. Like I feel like it just finished. It. Yeah. And you felt like it wasn't always, always <laughs> working out in your favor, but you stuck with it. You, sometimes you felt like the advice you're getting wasn't working out, but yeah, but it, it ended up, it ended up working out. And, um, I don't know. Maybe I should have talked to her before I decided to do a, a full marathon. But anyway, uh, I kind of re-injured it, I guess. So it's the same foot, the same area, uh, except for it's like now down lower. And so I can't put pressure on my feet without limping. So um, it'll be interesting. So I've decided no training this week. I don't know if that's the right answer, but it feels like it. So I'm not going to train this week. And um, if I have to, I will be walking on my toes on my right side i don't know but i'm doing the marathon on sunday that's getting done so we'll see you how it works that. you can do that yeah because i <laughs> it's one of those things here's my justification and my my like oh, oh this is what i think go. yeah so uh i feel like the faster i walk the less i put pressure on the middle and back part of my foot i don't know if that's true but i like was practicing walking a little bit faster here um, and it, it seems like it, I don't know if that's actually going to happen after six or seven hours of walking, but we'll see. Anyway, it's not fully sprained, which it was last time. So I feel like I'm in a better position <laughs> than I was last year. And, um, we'll see. I want the medal. Actually, the funny thing is I have the medal. Like we got the medal in the mail because of this whole like virtual thing. All right. 
So technically, we don't even have to walk. We've got the proof that we did it. <laughs> we can just do the post on social media, and then that means that we did it. So <laughs> that's us. We're trying to find the easy way out. No, We're so cowards. Yeah. So now that I have it, I'm just well. It doesn't even matter if I had it or not. I I really want to get that done this year. So we'll just see. Mm -hmm. Might be limping around around Christmas, but we'll see. Oh no. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I don't want that to happen. I think. Uh, I'm excited to do this. You know, I don't care what anybody says. Mm -hmm. Doing a 26 miles of walking consecutively mm -hmm. is a commitment. And mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to accomplishing the task because I never thought about even wanting to do a marathon. I've been inspired by you and just kind of mm -hmm. got interested from your desire to do it. So yeah. now it's happening. So Sunday, it'll take me at least eight hours probably, but mm -hmm. I'll get it done. And it's supposed to, the weather's supposed to be okay. It's supposed to be a little cooler. Mm -hmm. So. I hope it'll be perfect marathon weather for me. It will be for you. <laughs> will it? Yeah, because you like it being like a little chilly. So okay. it'll be good. Yeah. Anyway, it'll be good. So oh, yeah. what else? Oh, geez. I don't know. You know, I've just been uh, taking care of the dog here. My mom's dog's here for a couple of weeks. So I have companionship at the house. First mm -hmm. time, first time anyone's actually come here. And came into my house yesterday. My mom came in the doors. Oh. Uh, never had a person over here before. It's a nice experience. You've been there for quite a while. <laughs> I've been here since July. And uh, yeah. now we have uh, someone's showed up. So now the dog is here for a couple of weeks till she gets back from her trip. And now the dog requires a lot of energy and a focus from my time. And it's more than I bargained for, to be honest with you. But uh I love dogs, so I, I will take care of her and do a great job. But it just reminds me of a – it's not just about, like, having fun and being mm -hmm. cute. She's a puppy. She's four months old. But yeah, there's – A lot of work. kind of annoying, and she's not on my schedule necessarily, and <laughs> she's a puppy. So she's not, like, a grown dog that just is chill. She wants Were you her. just going to call her a grown adult? No. It sounded like it. No. So – Anyways, well, that's what I'm doing. So. It works out nicely, actually, the timing, because the your quality starts and all that kind of stuff isn't happening. So, right? Because that's kind of over. So that's, yeah, that's good weird. timing. Yeah, but that's good timing, at least. You know, that she didn't go earlier. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, right now. I'm she just... is so big. I can't stand it. Is she? So how big is she? How much does she weigh? Do you know? I don't know. I don't have a scale. You're the scale expert, not me. Oh, I know. That's something I want to change, too. Um, why? You know, Leanne loves weighing herself. Do you guys know that? <laughs> I really do. And, what was that? What? I didn't hear what you said. I said she loves it. Okay. Um. So, anyway, yeah. I, I do. I have, like, this weird... And now, like, reading this book, I'm realizing, like, it... I should not have any kind of attachment to these numbers. Uh, I do. I've had attachment to these numbers since I was like, sadly, in grade school. Like, it's not even like something like, oh, I was in my 20s and I started weighing myself. I've been weighing myself since I was like, I, I wasn't even a teen yet, I think. So mm -hmm. um, it's, yeah, I want to kick the habit. And the only way that I'm going to be able to do that is when we finally live together, no scales coming in the house. But it's no pretty scales. bad. I actually have two scales in my bedroom, one in the bathroom. Wow. Yeah. 
holy yeah. smokes i didn't know that um well i have one scale that i use in my bedroom that i really like and then the other scale this is how much now i'm just realizing like how how much food weight all of this has consumed me so we lost my grandma like years ago and everybody was kind of taking stuff from their from the house like every like all the grandkids got like to take something or whatever and like immediately the first thing i said is i want the scale from the main floor bathroom <laughs> because whenever i would go over for whatever holiday or birthday or whatever it was and i would go to the bathroom i would weigh myself and just because it was there looking at me and i was always like oh it's a memory of every one of our family traditions but now today is the first time that I realized how dysfunctional that sounds. That is, um, that's just a personal memory for you. That's all. That is funny. You love that scale. And then you remember all the weights that it's <laughs> relayed back to you. And I don't know. I don't, that's the thing. I don't even remember any of the numbers. I don't remember how, I don't remember I actually don't even remember how I felt standing on it. I just liked the scale, and I guess scales always had a big – I don't know. That's ridiculous. This is funny. Uh, funny. I'll tell you this. There's <laughs> been weirder things that people have wanted to, like, keep from inheritances or when people pass uh, away in the family. So don't feel too bad. There's been much stranger things. I don't want to get yeah. into details, but – Yeah. Stories. No, we're oh, good. I've heard stories. Trust me. So. <laughs> So you mentioned the book, though. The book is a reminder of our book club. We do it every Monday night, mm -hmm. 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, Daylight Savings Time or not. It's 8 o'clock Eastern Time. And uh, I'll tell you this. We're five chapters in. Mm -hmm. And our last meeting yesterday was quite enjoyable and productive and useful uh, for a myriad <laughs> of reasons. We had a solid turnout. We had a good participation People making great points about, um, you know, what this book is trying to show us. And you can't just, like he said in this book, we're doing Eckhart Tolle's A New Earth. Mm -hmm. And you can't just be on the sidelines. You can't just be there, like, saying this is an interesting book. You have to want to dive into it and process it and apply it to your own existence. That's why this is an interesting book. So... But it's not an interesting book, even though I just said it, <laughs> it can't be interesting. It has to be applicable. That is the point, right? Yeah, it can be interesting as long as you if you you're involved. That's the key. And yeah. uh, I know that you felt confused last night. I you did. Asked, and that's good. I think it's important to be humble and honest about what you're not absorbing or maybe not getting when you're reading it with your mom or by yourself. Yeah. And the ego and the way he describes how things work. So as we've mentioned, if you've been listening to this show at all, we've been doing this book for a couple of weeks mm -hmm. and he is talking about transcending unconscious thought, which is really just pain and suffering that we don't need to suffer through forever. Uh, suffering is necessary in life if you want to transcend. And I know that sounds complicated to some of you. And some of you should sound pretty simple. Hey, I want to transcend the formless. And that's what this is about. It's a real mm -hmm. Buddhist. There's a Buddhist angle. You want to transcend the form, be part of the yeah, formless. right. So, you so. just said transcend the formless. So then... Transcend into the formless. Yes. Sorry. 
That's mm-hmm. what I should have said. I'm sorry, Leanne. <laughs> what a failure on my part. I will yep, tell you this. I'm just starting to get all of it. It's all starting to come together. And when you Good. said that, I was like, oh, crap. That's I'm going what I'm talking about. Again. <laughs> there's, a, there's a Buddhist element to the book. The philosophy of his teachings are Buddhist bent. He won't. I'm sure he wouldn't deny that if you YouTubed him or something. Uh, I listened to his audiobook. It's tough listening to his voice. It's pretty boring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm doing the best I can to absorb some of the information. He's basically just talking about how the ego is your unconscious thought that attaches to things and separates, and it prevents you from taking the next step to peace and serenity by living in the now, the moment, the present, because you get sidetracked by previous pain or pain to be or lingering identification with things that you think are important, but it's not you that thinks it's important. It's the ego. This ego is a madman. He must be stopped. And we all have it. It's universal. The only things that vary are the things we're attached and identify with, but the same style and function of the ego is universal. And I really buy into it. I do. I, I think it's a great way to try to be in the moment and however you can try to live in the present and stay in the now, I think I've spent way too much of my life living in the past. Mm-hmm. Way too much of my life. Uh, shit. Uh, most of my life, once I became an adult, was all about thinking what had just happened and uh, you know, the, all the past. The, and especially most of my 20s, I thought about the past. Mm-hmm. And there were, a lot of it was lost to that because I wasn't thinking about... I wasn't being present. I wasn't thinking about the future either. Mm-hmm. It, wasn't even, it wasn't present. I was stuck in a previous time trying to, and I'm, and that's why I didn't have a lot of like, I don't know, special moments or unique situations. I mean, there were that some people would, others would describe as special, but not to me. I, would, I was wow. just kind of floating through life, but not in a peaceful way. I was stuck in the past. So <laughs> that sucks. I don't want that. Do you? No, that. Doesn't sound nice. No. <laughs> what about you? I actually, so the whole time that you're, I actually was closing my eyes. So for any of you guys that are going to watch this live uh, or in the recording, does it record? Like, do people can see, people see it after it's done being live or is it just while it's yes, live? Yes, it's in perpetuity. Oh, cool. So um, anyway, I was closing my eyes because I was actually like taking in everything that you're saying. I, the more that I'm, thinking about like where I've been and who I've been and well not who I've been but where I've been um my a lot of my childhood and a lot of my teens and a lot of my 20s I think were very not very much in the now but centered more in the now so I was always like just loved everything that I was doing and I was like always like right in it. So I have like a raw, lot of really good memories and everything was really, really good. Um, and even when I had like things that were tra- – there was only like really one thing that was traumatic that I I did not deal with that took me almost 20 years to get over. Every single other thing that people would think was traumatic, I lost – I think every Christmas for 10 years lost somebody in the month of December, somebody very close to me. And even that wasn't traumatic for me. We ended up like I just got through everything. But my 30s, 
for some reason was a lot of um, thinking about the past, thinking about where I should have been, thinking about not being good enough. Um, maybe after actually, maybe not even 30s, maybe 26 and on. That's where it all really started. And um, it was once I got into my real job, not the job that I'm in right now, not the career, but the job before. And I think that's where it all kind of started. Um, yeah, because I was thinking about like my past and I don't really have a whole lot of the stuff that they talk about, um, you know, and I'm not really afraid of anything popping up once I like really dive into it. Um, but yeah, it's my last, like the last 15 years. So it's, it's really interesting. Hmm. Well, mm -hmm. boy. Oh, and, and, and I talked to Janice and oh! Janice. Yeah. So she, I talked to her last night and she needed to think about it. But today, um, she is said that she's going to host it on Monday. Like she will try to lead it. And oh. she has a lot of, um, she's already got questions that she's starting to think about to like do the conversation, like start conversations and stuff. So mm -hmm. I'm really excited about that. Janice is all of our, all of the people that are in our group are really good. They're all, like Mike said, the conversation is really good. Everybody's at different levels, but Janice in this book seems to be the one that's kind of already there. She's, I mean, she, she won't say that she's already there because obviously there's a lot, a lot of work that goes into this, but she's much further ahead than the majority of us in the group. Um, so I thought it would be neat to have her actually, you thought it would be neat to have her, um, potentially lead it. So yeah. I thought that would be nice. So that'll be on Monday. Yay! Yeah. And, wonderful. Thanks Janice. Yeah. And what's the chapter called break free? I think. So, oh uh, boy, I haven't even looked yet. I got to be honest. Uh, it is anyway. Failure. Stop failure. Why, why do you keep you ah! like three four times? <laughs> breaking free. Is breaking free. Yeah. So let's break free, Leanne. What is break free? Let's break free. Oh yeah. Um. Come on. Okay. Let's let's do it. Let's go take Yoshi and break free. Break free. <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna break free soon. We're gonna see each other soon. I'm excited. Yes, yes, yes. It's been a long time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. March first. March first yep. was seven months ago. Yeah. Yeah. So we're Canada's eased the restrictions on the border, and we're just gotta take care of a little bit of the paperwork to verify we've been together for over a year. And bada yeah. boom, bada bing. I'm yeah. gonna head on over there. And the government works so fast, it should be fine. <laughs> Absolutely. Are you kidding me? They're going to love it. Yeah. They've, so. been, they've been dying to have me over for months. They just got they caught up. They were really busy with the social schedule. And finally, yeah. finally, Leanne's yeah. government has freed up some time to have me over. So I'm really excited. Yeah. And uh, we're hoping it all works out. We're going to get a quarantine for two weeks. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get a little place to stay. We're going to find a place to stay. Which we have to, I don't know, did I send that to you yet? So we have to find the place to stay before we put sign any of the paperwork. Right. You told me that last night. Yeah. So. Yeah. So we're, uh, we're, this is, we're people caught up real, real lives, real relationships caught up in the gears of international border relations. Mm -hmm. And, uh, this is just another 
This is another um, little angle to our relationship, and we uh, make it work because why not? <laughs> yeah, because why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, we got nothing else going on. It's COVID, so <laughs> exactly. You know, I'm just sitting here with a dog, and it's, I'm lonely. You know, I miss Leanne a lot, and I've been really looking forward to finally getting this on the road. So yeah. we're very excited that maybe we'll be able to do a show together um, next month, possibly. So, oh my uh, god! In the meantime, uh, let's see. I have been thinking about how things have gone with our marathon efforts and our accountability. And how do you feel that's gone? Because you and I, we tried to make a pact about eight days ago to eat healthy and properly leading up to the marathon. It was two weeks to go from the marathon. It was two Sundays prior. And we agreed to be healthy with our eating. So how have we done? How do we feel? How do we feel the accountability worked? Did, 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 it, did it add any pressure for you to like want to do good? Did I not give you enough? Uh, I mean, frankly, I don't know that a lot changed in our day-to-day relationship in terms of like, we mentioned it. It's not like we didn't, when we talked on the phone, we would mention like, yeah, how's the eating going? Or how we, how have you eaten today? What have you eaten? Mm -hmm. We didn't like encourage each other necessarily or constantly check in with like, hey, Mm -hmm. maybe the first day or two, but that was about it. Mm -hmm. What do you think? (laughs) So... (laughs) Oh my god. What? Okay. So the first Why are you laughing? Because okay. So the first week was really, really good. And anytime that I would go to put anything into my mouth, then I would be like, no, because if I eat this, then Mike's gonna go and eat something bad too. And we need to do this together. And so no, 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 don't do that. And so I was like so good, like like beyond good, where like Mike was like you can have that. That's fine. I was like, no, it's a slippery slope. If I have that, then I'll like, yeah. she said that a lot. Slippery slope was said many, many times, by the way. Yeah. Guess what I found yesterday? The slippery slope. And I went down and it was like, oh gosh. So, well, what I'm, I don't know. I don't. So now everything that I think in our entire relationship, it has been funny because anytime that I like, feel anything or I'm sick or I do anything. I give Mike this like whole like explanation of why it's happened. Like I'm some expert on stuff. So I'll be like, oh no, no, I don't have a cold. It's just because I did this and this and this. And that is why. Yeah. Lukeisms. Lukeisms. Yes. So, um, so now every time that I want to go and do a Lukeism, I realize that like, oh, shoot, now is that my ego? So now I like I, the book comes in ah. and I'm like, oh, man. So I haven't been doing as many of them because I'm like, you don't really know. That's just your ego talking. But if my ego did have the stage right now, <laughs> what it would say is I'm wondering if I need like weekly goals and weekly accountability and weekly like challenges for myself because I feel like I can like function amazing for the week and then after the week that's where it's like "Mm," I started veering off so I was like I was so so good then I did the I did a half marathon on Saturday Sunday I injured my like I was injured and then Monday I woke up and then it was all over and then I I ended up eating almost a whole so I had chips 
but I had a lot of them. I had like, you know, those like Pringles containers, but it's yeah. not Pringles. They're the Lay's stacks. Yeah, whatever. Stacks. Whatever. Who cares? Same thing. I had almost a whole one of those just myself, just standing, nice. talking what happened? to somebody. You're just standing there talking and they just keep going in your mouth? Yeah. I don't, don't know. Recognize it? I don't even think they went in my mouth. I think they just went like through my belly button and was like, go inside. Oh. It was so, oh, I just, and, and I was aware that I was eating them. At the beginning, I wasn't really even aware. I was just kind of eating and talking and then that was it. And then I was like holding them, looking at them, saying, there was so much dialogue that was happening. Oh, Mike's going to be so disappointed. If I tell Mike, Mike's going to start cheating. That's not really fair to Mike. Oh, well, that's okay. Well, you know what? You've already done this this much. So this might as well be wow. a cheat day. A lot of ego going on in there. A lot. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. A lot of attachment to uh, old programming. And there's ego a lot of patterns of thinking. And there's a lot of attachment I have to food. I have uh -huh. a. So do I. Big. Yeah. I what eat am I without food? What is anything without food? <laughs> What's a vacation without food? My hey, we're all going to die someday. We might as well just eat. That's horrible. Oh. I feel so good when I'm eating healthy. Yes. But then it just tastes so good not to. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So well, anyway. You your environment is a part of it? Yes, There's absolutely. Foods around? 100%. Yeah. When we live together, there will be, we'll have, what we'll do is we'll just throw out the fridge. We'll throw out all of the appliances and everything. And we'll just have like a little bar fridge that we can only have like enough fruit and vegetables for like whatever the day. We'll go shopping yeah. every day for. We'll only shop on the outer rim of the uh, supermarket. You never go in the middle. Yeah. Except for now they're cheating because now the people know that. And so they have these like stupid things in between it's like oh you're getting apples did you also want caramel with those apples <laughs> they're really that, honey. they're getting tricksters well i've never known they're getting tricksters they're getting there to you be go. tricksters anyway this could be the name of this episode for sure <laughs> uh anyway food. everybody can relate everybody knows the struggle um we live in america we're filled with advertising and canada it doesn't matter it's no. um basically the modern world uh, the UK, uh, yeah, a Asia. They don't seem to be. I don't know. I mean, in Japan, they have a ton of advertising and stuff, but I think the um, the numbers, the demographics would bear out that they're generally healthier. There are going to be people who are overweight and probably addicted to certain substances, but I feel like they they seem to have a better um, understanding of what is. <sighs> What should be allowed? I, I don't know. I don't know enough about Japan. Now I'm just talking out of my ass. So <laughs> stop before I sound like an idiot. But let's look mm -hmm. at it from this angle. North America and living. Mm -hmm. you know, eating in Canada and the United States. There's advertisements and all kinds of trash is produced. Yeah. And it's readily available. There's Costco's on every corner of both of our countries. And, and they they've got big, 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 big bags of stuff. Extra big. Yeah. But that it's not even that. It's not, I don't even think, because I don't watch a lot of like, through COVID, I've not been going out very much. So I'm not seeing any of the advertisements out there. I don't really watch uh, TV. So I don't see many commercials that way. So I'm not really inundated with a whole bunch of food stuff. I just, but I think the addiction to, the addiction to sugar, I guess, um, 
I'm a big salt person. I don't know if there's actual, you know how like they say that the sugar is actually like, it's a, the chemical is actually like changing our brains and we are getting addicted to sugar. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing that's tough is that like, I it hits just, your reward pathway. Yeah. I wish that I just didn't have to eat. Like I, when, when people say like, what do you, you know, if you could, if they could create a pill to do anything, what would you want the pill to create or to do whatever? And that's, I've, I've wanted two things. One that you get the pill and you get all the benefits of an eight hour sleep without having to sleep. And two, <laughs> that you get all of the nutrients, vitamins and minerals that you need in a day without having to eat. Like those oh, two things would be ideal. Fantasy land. <laughs> yeah. Where is this place? I don't know, but somebody needs to work on this pill. That's what I want. Cause I don't want oh. to, have to, I don't want to have to eat. Like I, no I just, I love eating, but I could do without it. It's just the, the moderation portion of it that I'm not good at, you know, like I can, Oh, anyway. I'm a I, knew, I heard of another pill. Uh, I don't know if they ever produced it, but it's a pill mm -hmm. that gives worms to ex-girlfriends. You heard of that pill? What? Yeah, it's a pill that gives worms to ex-girlfriends. Is that from? I don't know. Yeah, it is. Right. <laughs> I don't know if they ever put that one in production. Anyways, uh, this is the first day pod. First day pod at protonmail.com. Tell us about your food story. Give us a. Give us an honest assessment of the food that just consumes you. You you try to run. You try to hide. But you can never escape. How Reese's do you? Pieces or whatever it is. Uh, let us know. Cinnamon iPod, ProtonMail.com. Cinnamon iPod on no, Instagram not. Twitter. We're not on that one. <laughs> did I just Cinnamon iPod? Yeah, we absolutely did because we were just talking about a movie. Damn it. <laughs> First day pod at ProtonMail.com. First day pod on Twitter and Instagram. Same thing. Substitute. Yeah. Uh, all the words. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> sorry, I'm telling the dog what's what. Yoshi. I'm yeah. sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry, and sorry. I have to backtrack because when we were just talking, I ended with I'm a mess. But what we're learning is I am not a mess. So my there's a mess within you. There is a mess within me. Yes. That's right. You are not I am not unhappy. There's, there's unhappiness within me. Mm -hmm. Let me explain what that is. Mm-hmm. It's important not to label yourself. And I think that distinction matters. I've always said words matter and the way we describe things are important. They can dictate how we feel and how we look at our own scenarios. It's so true. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to food, maybe we should look at it as like, oh, food is um, food is an issue, but it doesn't define me. I don't know. That's this gets tricky uh, when you need or you think you want food. If I think I want food, why am I doing that? If I think, oh, I need a pizza and potato mm. skins. Why do I think that? I don't know, but I think I need that right now, too. No, you oh, don't. wait, that's not what we're no. doing. Right. No, no, no. no. <laughs> why do I think that? Because usually it's because my brain's also been trained to want that. And uh, the stuff in that crap is uh, 
chemically addictive and it creates a reward pathway in your brain that says that we need that we need that we need to fill that dopamine rush with that sugar or whatever the salts or it's usually any of these various substances it can affect different neurotransmitters in our brain but it wants that repeated pattern mm-hmm. what are you doing dummy hey yosh she did it to her i don't know what she's doing she's farting around Oh, she's got a lot to learn. She's four months old. Anyways. Food. Narrow pathways. Why? Why food? Why? Why does food do this to us? I don't I know that food is the biggest problem in my life. I can say that without a doubt. It always has been. Mm-hmm. But it's also an offshoot of other issues. And I allow it to just kind of happen because you get in this old programming these old routines, conditioned ways. And I need to condition and learn better ways. And that's why, you know, having someone like you and living with you and us being able to create new conditioning together could hopefully improve our situation. We can't rely on each other for that, but I certainly think it would help. I think so too. I think, so that was your question an hour ago um, (laughs) that I didn't Uh about the, yeah, the accountability yeah, us being, I do feel, so I do feel connected to you and wanting to, because we're doing it together. Um, but it's at the same time, like you're not, you're not there. Um, I'm also not like even coming home to you. It's just going to be like, we're going to do our check-in and then that's it. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, if we're living together, it's going to be very different. Plus the stuff isn't going to be in the house. You're not just going to like come in like, God love my dad. He's such a sweet man. Um, but he'll just like come in and be like, Hey, I got your chocolate bar. Hey, Hey, no, I don't want anything. And like, Oh, you need to establish boundaries with that. Well, yesterday, yesterday I'm cleaning the the big backs. Oh, Jesus. I did really good with that. Yeah. By the way, Leanne thinks like two day old big Macs in a fridge smell good. Oh, it smells. You guys know that. That's how I know that I was like, yeah, I was probably actually at that point, I should have known that I was like ready for trouble. So I was doing really, really good. And then they had, they had McDonald's and they screwed up the order somehow. And I didn't have anything. I was really doing good. I had my chicken breast and I had Mm. numbers and that's it. So did super good. And then uh, I actually went for my run. I came back. And they had, I came in starving. Well, not starving. People starve. I was just hungry. And my sister's like, do you want a Big Mac? And I was like, yeah, I want a Big Mac. Thinking that she was just like, you know, being funny. And she goes, there's two in the fridge. We got like a double order of everything. And I was like, oh, gosh, okay. No, I don't want it. And don't talk to me about it again until I eat something because I'm going to like be weak. So then I... (laughs) I did really good. I ate, went to bed, woke up. It was there in the fridge when I went in the morning to get my lemon for my water. And I just like took, (laughs) this is how ridiculous it was. I took the Whopper or the Big Mac out. Hey, there's a difference. There is a difference. And I was just smelling it. And I was probably standing there for a good two or three minutes just inhaling the smell of it. I was like, oh. Get that enough of that in, and you'll feel like you ate it. <laughs> <laughs> you are a sad sack. I am. 
I am. And I, I never really, I used to tease about it. Like I always used to joke around about my eating and was like, oh yeah, I have a real problem, but never really thought I had a problem until this book and then this marathon and then you, all of it is just like making me be aware of like, do not have a healthy relationship with food. Neither do I. So I understand. I want to ask you about this though. Do you feel, do you feel like when you accomplish things that you feel better and it's more well time well spent for you as opposed to when you just kind of waste a couple hours, maybe just relaxing or being on the internet or screwing around? Yes. So why? Yes, I do. In let like the so I was listening to the way that you were posing it because if you're saying that I was just like screwing around and wasting time, yeah, I always feel better when I'm being purposeful with my time. But if I'm being purposeful with my time to be like to like chill out, then yeah. I find that to be good. So like when I did the binging Mrs. Maisel, and I like ah, the entire, I gotta watch that show. No, let's watch it together when we're together next month. Oh, that's um, right. Okay, I forgot. Yes. Yeah. Um, so when I watched that, that was – I binged five seasons in, like, no time. But it was – I set the time aside. I felt really good about it. I didn't even think about work. I didn't think about anything else. I, like – you know? So that I felt productive, and I felt just as good as if I was doing something, like, quote-unquote, oh, Yoshi. Um, but if I'm trying to be productive and then I go and check my phone and then I'm on my phone for 20 minutes looking at, you know, the latest shuffle dance, then yeah. 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 I'm really into it right now. It's a really cool, like new thing that they're doing. There's uh, a big deal on uh, TikTok, something with ocean spray. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Do you know what that is? So, I just heard about it. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's the cutest thing. So this guy, I don't really know what his story is. But anyway, he – what happened? Something like he had to go to work and his car broke down and he didn't want to be late. So he took his longboard out and he went down the freeway in California and had his ocean spray bottle. And he was singing – what's the song that's in that the video? Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. And – um. So he just did this like video, just like, you know, just being funny. And it got picked up that it like went viral. So now like all of these celebrities are doing it and everything. This guy has made so much money and Ocean Spray ended up giving him a brand new pickup truck filled with Ocean Spray products and uh, like a year supply or lifetime supply or something. Um, and all of these like... Um, people are giving him money and giving him partnerships and everything that he's hoping to buy a house for his mom. Like it's, it's really cool. And the guy is not young. The guy is like our age or older. They're the original guy that just did the video. Isn't that cool? So if you spent your time watching this guy do his little thing on TikTok, and you're like, Oh, that was fun. What if you watch that for like three hours straight? How would you feel after that's over? If you were, as, if it was a free time that you wanted to dedicate to just watching dumb stuff on TikTok, oh, I would feel fine if I if I dedicated the time to do that. Do you feel that after the fact, 
uh, when you do something more productive, like if you create something or physically build something or some type I, of process? I don't know. I actually feel like I think I feel the same because I accomplished what I set out to do. Okay. Wow. That's great. I was just curious. There's something I was thinking of. Um, Why? How about you? Uh, I don't not not sure. I was talking to a friend and he was sharing his thoughts on that. Hmm. And he said he felt a lot more, so it felt better. He said when he focused on something that was actionable, like painting or uh, like fixing something or cleaning up something. I don't know. <laughs> something that's actionable, that's physical. It takes his mind off things as opposed to wasting two and a half hours on Reddit or something. Mm -hmm. um, so I was just curious what you thought of that. He was also talking about putting his time in other people. It's not something he's going to do if they're not going to put their time into him. How do you, what do you think of that? Um, okay. So that is just like with every, so what I used to do is if you asked me that question, I'd be like, here's my answer. But really, it's, it's not black or white. Nothing's really black or white. So it's all situational. So if he's talking about, he has like people in, particular that he spends a lot of time investing in a friendship and he sees that they are not reciprocating at all. And, you know, there's, there's not that give and take and that energy kind of connection. Then I agree. Don't keep doing it. Even if you're not doing it to like, you're not doing it to get something back, but if it's just all a one way street, then any moment that we're in is the, we can only do what we're doing at that point point. So we only have so much time. We all have 24 hours in a day. So yeah. if you're spending an hour on the phone with somebody that all they're doing is talking at you, talking at you, not even asking you how you're doing, da, 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 but they, they talk to you every single day and you're spending an hour, that's an hour out of your 24 hours. And if you're not getting anything out of it and any kind of like reciprocal, then yeah, don't spend that time and spend it on somebody that you can actually like be lifted up by. But if, you know, that means that he's not going to get it back from the grocery clerk or from the strangers that he talks to in, you know, day to day, and he takes it to that extreme that like, oh, well, I'm not going to get it back from any of these strangers because everybody looks like zombies and nobody cares about anybody. I don't think that's uh, the right answer. Because zombie Kroger. Zombie Kroger. I always, that's where I went immediately. So, um, you haven't been there in a while. No, no, no. That's where my head went as soon as I said that. So I know. Uh, yeah. So um, yeah, if that's where he's going, then I don't agree with that because you should still give your love and your attention and your and your time to people. But if you're being uh, taken for granted, I guess, then no, don't waste your time. So I agree and don't. Don't waste your time. Okay. Well, yeah, I think I'd like your thoughts, but I'm also thinking about this concept through the book we're reading, A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle, you know? Mm -hmm. And you can't... If you feel someone's giving too little, or they're not really connected to you, or they're not part of your daily functioning relationship, if they don't even know what's going on in your life, then you would probably be safe to say that you would feel, oh, this person does not really a part of my life. They don't know me. We're not what, I mean, do you have to be constantly updated on someone's life to be someone who is close to someone? And if that is the case, does your attachment 
a hang-up? Is it an egoic thing, an egoic pattern of thought to say, well, you know, I am giving more to this relationship than the other person is in this relationship. And instead of just being in the present and accepting things as they are at face value, it doesn't mean being trampled over, being taken advantage of. It's very complicated. Um, I was just thinking about it through those terms, through that lens. Um, and I'm I happy still- you know, to be dismissed. I'm, I'm happy to let people dismiss me for a while. It's fine. I still stand by what I'm saying because I, I think even in that, because um, it was kind of like when um, Joanne was talking about, you know, her attachment where she thought it was an attachment to a safe, reliable, reliable vehicle. And she was like, I am attached to like wanting to have a safe, reliable vehicle. But the thing is, is that she doesn't identify with it. And she's not if she lost that car or it got stolen, she would just go and like figure it out. So she's not actually attached to it with with these people. So it's just a matter of like almost the way that you're talking about it. But with these people, if he's giving time, then yeah, you can be in the moment, but we only have that moment. So use it productively. You know what I mean? Like use it with people that are going to lift you up and, you know, uh, grow you or, or at least spark joy in you. Um, but if you have like, you know, you're going to have relationships and you're going to have people that you're going to talk to that are going to be, um, not giving back to you. They may be going like, for me, I didn't give anything to you all through the month of March and April. Like I be like emotionally sucked you drain, like whatever the saying is. Um, but that's just how you feel. Well, it was, it was not good. And so I was. That's just how you feel though. (laughs) I mean, it's true. Okay. You're right. But anyway, you don't just give up on, on people just because there's like a, like a hiccup of stuff. But if it's constant, I just don't think that you spend the time on it. I get where you're saying that you're just, you, you're in the moment, but we only have so many moments. That's true. You got to lose yourself in the music, the moment you own it. You better never let it go. You only get one shot. Do not miss this chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. Very good. Right? Yes. Um, right, Yoshi? Yoshi. Yoshi, what do you think? Yoshi, so I tell think, the people what you think. I think, there's, I think there's a balancing act, and I think that's what this whole book is kind of, for me, that's what I'm kind of getting at it, too, is that it's a, it is a balancing act. And it's a matter of like, we still have the human experience, even if we want to be form, like our goal is to be in the formless and the being and in energy, light and love. That's our goal. But at the same time, we're living in a formed world and a human experience. And so we have to, we still have to balance that out. And so time people say is a construct, right? Like it's where we make up the time. That's right. But at the same time, because it's made up, we're still in it. So we only have 24 hours. I don't care if you say, I don't believe in the 24 hours because my life. No, I don't care. You still only have this amount of time. So don't spend the time. Because then you got four minutes to save the world. (laughs) It's like saying somebody that's in like a mega abusive relationship. And then they just say, oh, but I'm going to just be in the now and just be here. And like, Mm. you know, no, that's not right. Get out. Right. Yeah. 
Discernment. Discernment. That's yes. That's the word. You got to be. Yeah. You know, don't be afraid, but you must be discerning and aware and conscious of. Hey, this is not good for me. I understand that. A fact is a fact. Mm-hmm. That's okay. So. And it doesn't have to be that extreme, though. And I think. No. That's where it like it, it. The line is. Well, you know, he's not physically abusing me or he's not he's not even like emotionally abusing me but if you're just not happy so we need to be okay with knowing how situations and things affect oh i see how they affect us but then they're affecting our ego and it takes me a little while to get there it's okay. anyway, i do still agree with myself it's still pretty impressive look at you full circle honey hey <laughs> welcome to book club people <laughs> well I'll tell you what this is uh been another episode of the first day pod episode 30 we did it how about it i'm Woo-hoo. so glad that yoshi could join us and yeah. um i think we're always striving for answers to our questions and we don't always have the answers but we'd like to have a conversation that's honest fair hopefully productive and we'd love to hear from you we always do you know mm-hmm. we're we're still uh still uh out here you know doing yeah. a show if and i that's fine but if some, we know that someone cares because yes yeah, the pair of shoes to prove it look at that see <laughs> there they are oh, nice thank you Rhonda. Thank you so much. So first day pod at protonmail.com. First day pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can send us your thoughts on any of the stuff, food, relationships, anything that we touched on or we didn't touch on. We're open book. We're here to serve you. Mm -hmm. I've also, I just, yes, we are. And I, but in that, okay. So yes, we're here to serve you, but I've decided that I'm not doing those show notes anymore. I used to spend the time doing the show notes. I'm not doing that anymore because I don't think people really like even really use them. Mm-hmm. So I've just decided not to do that. So don't look for those people. Well, if nobody, nobody's mentioned it, then it's a safe bet that you're not wasting your time. So. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so next time we talk to you on next week's episode, hopefully we'll both be marathon people who've done marathons, whether Marathoner. we walk or ran. Marathoners, is that what they're called? I think so. That's what I call them. Okay, great. So that's hopefully the plan. And, uh, Leanne's going to take care of her foot. She's icing it a lot. So. Oh, gosh. See, that's this is the problem that I have, just like with the water. I have a whole thing of water right in front of me. I don't do it. Before the podcast, I went to the freezer. I took out my ice pack. I put it on the ground on a paper, like on a plastic bag so I could ice my foot through the podcast. I'm sitting Indian style on my chair. I totally forgot to ice my foot, even though the ice is sitting right there. What is my problem? People help. How do we? You just don't care about yourself enough, honey. You really got to care about yourself. You got to want it. Take care of you. Okay. How do we create good habits, people? Please help us. Email the show, firstdaypod at protonmail.com. All right, thanks for listening. I'm Michael Govier. She's Leanne. Hello, it's been a pleasure talking to you. We'll catch you next week for episode 31. Say goodbye, Yoshi. Bye.